everyone. Social media isn't evil. It's not evil, Brandon. Brandon and Glenn, Minds on Muscle Show. How you guys doing today? I love these people. I love it too. They're my, they're my people. Listen, social media is a very engaging, interesting, and kind of negative topic. And it's funny because it's an amazing platform for us to create an amazing opportunity to reach out to a ton of new people. Today, we're gonna to talk about some different social media tactics you can use to level up your business, as well as why social media isn't evil. I used to think social media was extremely evil, Brandon. Yeah. Very polarizing <laughs> for me. I didn't like it at all. I was starting to lose my mind. And then A, I started to learn how to square out my identity, right? Like not take everything personally, on social media and all this stuff. But then I also learned how to use social media. I learned the ins and outs a little bit more. And like many things, once you understand how to use something and you understand the, the way it works, all of its little components, it's not so bad anymore, right? But when you don't know how something works, it's like a kid being thrown in a pool of water for the first time, flailing their arms around, doesn't like it, it's uncomfortable, it's new. But once the kid learns how to swim, learns how to tread water, learns that they have floaties on, they're safe, everything's okay, they learn to start to enjoy swimming. And for me, social media was the same thing. Disliked it for many, many years. I felt like I was just flailing around in the water, wasted a lot of time like I think a lot of other people are doing right now. And then once I started learning to use it more, it was enjoyable. And not only was it enjoyable, but I realized that I don't need to have a huge audience of people in order to make an impact on their lives, but also my business, which I thought was really cool too. You know, I had this idea and I love that you said all that. It kind of got me thinking about this analogy on the weekend. I don't have much time to think on the weekend because kids are crazy, but I had this thought, I was thinking about this idea of the traveling salesman, right? If you think about decades ago, before internet, before social media, the idea of the traveling salesman, right? They had a product, a thing, something that they thought you could benefit from, maybe not. And what they would do is they would go from town to town to town to demonstrate, show off and talk about the new product. The funny thing with the traveling salesman which a lot of us I find kind of get with social media, but don't completely take advantage of, is that the traveling salesman is going to new audiences to share information with people they haven't met before and be seen by more people. And this creates an incredible opportunity to go to different towns and figure out who's gonna buy the Samsonite luggage bag. And they start to discover, hey, should I go to a big city like Toronto or should I go to all these different suburban towns to try to share this information. And so I think it's a lot of fun because social media creates an incredible opportunity for us to have this traveling salesman-esque strategy, but we don't have to go anywhere. We get to build this incredible brand from the comfort of our own home or our business. It makes life pretty easy. Yeah, it's interesting because the, the potential consumers or potential clients or prospects now come to you and they decide to follow you, at least on social media. And I mean, there are other strategies as well, obviously not the, the, the topic of today but there are ways where you go still places like maybe we do live seminars and all that jazz but maybe we'll talk about that another day but yeah it's interesting now that people come to you versus you going out to search for them on social media so if anybody is watching this please comment do you like social media do you not like social media and by the way if you're listening to this on spotify or a podcast in the future we do these episodes live in the fitness pro mentors facebook group every week at 10 a.m. Eastern time with one exception coming up, which we're really excited about. We'll tell you more about that in the future. So please join the Fitness Pro Mentors Facebook group to attend live, ask questions, and get involved. Social media. So where do you want to start with this, man? Where do you want to go? Ooh, I mean, it's tough. There's so many things we could talk about, but I feel like the first thing that, that stops people is how they feel about social media, 
and how they interact with it. We could talk about all the other stuff all day, Brandon, but if we don't address the fears or concerns that people have about how they're presenting themselves, um, their relationship to it to begin with, the rest of this podcast is moot in my mind. So I think starting with like, hey, how do you think about social media? You know, do you think it's evil and why? That's probably the best place to go. Nihilism, right? Yeah. This idea that you're selling your soul, giving away a part of yourself to do something. Social media, I think, is a really interesting thing. It's obviously one of the most powerful ways to connect with people. And originally, as we've talked about previously, Facebook, for example, was really built off of insecurity and trying to have people identify from an academic and social standard where they fit in. Social media has really evolved now that it's kind of like the new staying connected with your friends, friends and family and old high school people from years, decades ago, you connect with on Facebook, which is really great. We also see people use Facebook as kind of like a personal dumping ground for personal problems, pictures of their cats, and it just becomes a real big mess. So first and foremost, you can use social media however you like. You can use it for your own personal reasons. You can use it for business. But if we think about you as a business brand and we think about like B2B or B2C, right? Business to business or business to consumer marketing, platforms like Facebook really create an incredible opportunity to connect with other businesses and other people really, really easily. The first thing we have to do though is kind of determine, do we want to use our social media platforms for business and making connection, or is it just for a place for us to post, post pictures of our cats and talk about what we're, what we're happy about? Yeah, I think most people um, go into it and they do a bit of both. And because they have one foot in, one foot out, no real plan, no real system in how they're doing things, um, maybe they've tried to do some, some sales or some conversion or some way of going their business on there, but it doesn't really seem to work. And they're not probably tracking the numbers on top of that, so they don't know if they are seeing some return on investment, really what's causing that. And that's where I think a lot of people's frustration comes from or that you know, old quote, which is I tried social media and nothing works for me, right? I mean, the fact is that unless you're actually scrutinizing how you're doing things and you have some kind of system, and we talk about this all the time, you're probably already blue in the face because you've heard us say it so many times, but I'm gonna say it again because it's so important. If you don't have a system and you don't have a deliberate way of using the tools you have, you're not going to have a, a very fruitful endeavor using social media. If I try to build a house, but I'm just trying to use every single tool, that house is going to, it's not going to be a house. You're going to have like a heap of stuff and like maybe there's like a tarp over this, maybe stopping some rain or snow from hitting it, but you don't really have a house, right? You need to have the right tools at the right time, creating the right foundation, doing everything in a proper sequence. And to be honest, I don't think it has to be that hard. I mean, it didn't take me that long to learn the basics of it, and I'm still learning, but I mean, that's the growth, the growth curve of it. Um, but you have to have a system in place, because if you don't, you're just going to throw everything at the wall and see what sticks, and then even when things are sticking, they're going to fall off so quickly that you're not even sure where it's stuck. So it's complicated a little bit, Brandon. Yeah, I think you kind of nailed it with one of those quotes. There's kind of two quotes. I've interviewed a ton of different people for our program to figure out if what we do is a good fit for them or not. And I've heard them say two things over and over again. One, you nailed it, is I tried that, it didn't work. And then second is, I don't like that social media thing. Totally fine. But when we're starting to create a business, like we do, personal training, fitness professionals, we work with humans. And so when we're working with humans, we have to kind of understand humans. 
a little. And if we don't understand humans, it's hard for us to communicate with them, be able to customize language and communication for them. Now, even though, and I know Glenn brought up something amazing that we're going to talk about, Albert Morabian's communication wheel. Thank you, Greg Mack, for introducing that to us. But when we talk about that idea of communicating with people, there was a ridiculous amount of humans on social media communicating regularly 24-7. We actually are doing our social media module tomorrow in the mentorship, and I have a stat of all the different social media platforms that are current for 2021 and the number of active users. And I want to share this stat with you, which is one of the reasons why, personally, for Strata, I've shifted and FPM all of my attention more to Facebook. Because if you think about Facebook, I'm going to look over here for my stats, is there are currently 2 billion users on Facebook. 2 billion Sure, a lot of people, I'm sure a lot of people probably already know that. On top of that 2 billion, 72% of them make over $75,000 a year. That is crazy numbers, right? 2 billion people, and we've got 72% that make over 75K per year. So it gives you a sense that the people who are on Facebook are potentially slightly more affluent, slightly more successful, slightly more mature, because they obviously have had to work hard to build their careers. So if we have that stat, now the age demographics generally are 25 to 40. I would argue that there are definitely older demographics. I know my parents are active on Facebook connecting with old friends, but just taking that number alone, think about that. Glenn and I, and I actually, at the beginning of Strata, before when I was doing this solo, and then I know I brought this in where Glenn's been really successful with it. Before we were really active online, we were doing presentations. We would go to business, right? Business to business marketing. And we would go to those businesses to connect with the consumers that were at that business, new audiences, traveling salesmen. And I was really successful at that because we told great stories. And then when Glenn joined, we actually had people, more people coming here. Great, right up until the beginning of COVID. One of the reasons why we like social media, it tends to be a little COVID proof and pandemic proof. In any event, you have to be seen by those folks. Facebook, 2 billion people, that's insane. Insane numbers. That's what, with this what, 7 billion people on planet Earth? 8 billion people? At least 25% yeah. of people? Yeah, Which is nothing numbers. to scoff at. Nothing to scoff at. So if we can master Facebook, for example, one platform, don't worry about all of them, right? Because it's a little ridiculous. If you think about like, we've got Snapchats and TikToks and, and Instagram and all these, YouTube, all that, you can do all of those things. But the real question, right, when we talk about that 80-20 rule, right, what is the 20% of energy you can put into them to get 80% of your results? Which platform can you put the least amount of energy into? I'm not saying that's no energy, but the least amount of energy into to get the greatest ROI for your time. In my opinion, and I'm kind of proving it right now, I'm going to try to prove it with FPM for 2021, and we're doing it with Strata. Facebook is an incredible, incredible platform to reach a ton of people who can afford your services. Yeah, and when we're on these platforms, it's not all about just posting and leaving it and seeing what's out there. Now, you've got a great quote up on the board there, Brandon, make it rain versus waiting for it to rain. Can you explain that a little bit? Because I've been looking at it, and I think I know where, where you're heading with it. But before I jump in, I want to hear your piece on it. So first and foremost, when you guys see me say this, like, make it rain thing, honestly, my mom will make fun of me. But since I was a little kid, every time I wanted to do something that was, like, outside of my comfort zone, I'd always say, make it rain. And it really honestly started the first real, like, big achievement thing that I worked hard at and got some notoriety in from working hard was I was painting Warhammer miniatures. If anyone knows what that is, Warhammer 40K, it's these little space figurines. And I started painting these miniatures, and I won this, like, 13-year-old, well, I got second in this 13-year-old painting contest for Canada, which was really cool. But I started that whole thing 
not to talk about that, that I was like, oh, this is going to be really, really hard and I'm going to make it rain. And I tried when I was 12 and I didn't even make it to the podium. So I'm like, I'm going to make it rain next year. And I pushed harder and harder and harder to learn new skills and learn all the things to get the right blending, the right painting techniques to get to that pillar of the, uh, I think it was called the Golden Demon Awards for Warhammer, Warhammer 40K. Cool. Reason why I'm bringing that up is that I believe that whatever you want, you can make happen yesterday. But it takes knowing where you want to be so you can reverse engineer to get to that point right? Painting miniatures is irrelevant. Yes, I'm a nerd. I'm okay with that. But I actually knew what I wanted to make happen on that miniature from color blending, style, shape. And I reverse engineered, how do I make that happen? And you can do that too. But the reason why I have that make it rain versus waiting for it to rain, if you are not busy enough, you are waiting for it to rain. If your crops are dying in the field and you're like, boy, I'm hungry. What am I going to do? You're waiting for it to rain. And I think it's ridiculous. I think that if you're sitting there and you're like, well, my business should be making $10,000 a month and I'm only making $3,000 a month. Why me? Why is it working? Because you're not trying to make it rain. Now, I'm not trying to make this sound like some sort of like, hey, you should join FPM. I know we can help you, but it's really not about that. It's you need to reverse engineer where you want to be and take those steps day in and day out to make it happen. You're the only person stopping you from being there. In my opinion, there's a lot of big pillars that people are struggling with to not make that happen to stop you from making it rain, so to speak. I think one of the easiest things that you can do right now is honestly learn more about the social media world and different social media tactics, social media algorithms, and communicate with more people. Because if you're afraid of talking to people, which a lot of people are, we're not anymore. <laughs> Maybe we are a little bit, but not in the same way. But if you are scared of talking to people, Facebook is the greatest place to reach 2 billion people who can afford your services. Sorry, maybe not 2 billion, 100, 175, whatever. <laughs> 1 billion, 750 million. I think that's right. Anyway, you can do it. You can make it rain. You can make whatever you want to have happen, happen. And that's why we do the show is because we believe that you can do better than you are right now, depending on where you want to be. So this is where I was going with the waiting for it to rain. I remember growing up, and there was cable at the time. Some people watching this aren't going to even, never probably even watched cable that long. When I grew up, when I was like 12 or 13 years old, cable was the only thing we had. And when you're a kid during the summer, there's not a lot, a lot of stuff on TV. And I'll be honest, sometime I get stuck on the infomercial channel. We'd watch the infomercial channel. And there's an infomercial for a rotisserie chicken. Do you remember that thing? The rotisserie chicken? I remember the rotisserie chicken. Do you remember the chicken. catchphrase? Do you remember? No. Said it and... Forget it. Do you remember that? Do you remember the set it and forget it? It's starting to ring a bell now. Yeah, set it and forget it. Set it and forget it. And this is what people do with their social media stuff. They put a post out there. They set it. They forget it. It's passive. And you wonder why the needle doesn't move for your business. And you wonder why social media doesn't work. Social media is just like being uh, out in person talking to people, networking, prospecting, whatever you want to call it. It's an active thing that you have to be doing frequently. And there's so many different things that you can do, but it's not enough just to post, right? For example, just to give you an idea, we have our group. I post in it every day. Brandon posts in it quite frequently as well, at least once or twice a week. And we see people who interact with us and we interact with them, but we don't just interact with them. Sometimes we personal message them and we say, Hey, Notice that you like the post. Notice that you commented on it. Thank you so much for interacting and, and contributing that to the group. I'm just curious. How's everything coming towards your fitness and health goals? And you know what? 
We genuinely care. We actually really want these people to move and exercise pain-free. This isn't just, again, like that nihilistic, I got to put stuff out there, I got to sell, pretend to be someone who just wants to help people. We actually want to help these people. So we, we connect with them. We talk to them. And you know what? By talking, getting to know these people, they get to know us better. They begin to like us. They begin to trust us more and more. And sometimes people just lurk in there for months, years. They're never going to come out of the woodwork, and that's fine. But there are people who I have spoken to initially and didn't feel like they were going to want to chat with us ever, which is fine. But I spoke to them. I learned about what happened to them. There's this one person, you know, more recently, uh, obviously don't want to, to blow her up on social media, but we were speaking on our Strata internal performance page. And she was someone who at the very beginning was a little bit more distant, but she started watching some of our posts and liking some stuff. I checked in to see how she was doing. And then I sent her a message just to see what was going on. And we started talking more. And in the end of it, I said, hey, listen, let me tag in some stuff I think might work for you. But if it's also okay, would you want to hop on a call and see if we can maybe set something up? And that turned into hopping on a call and having this person come in for a more formal consultation. And this is how this stuff works. But I just, I just didn't write a post and left it there. I went out and I started speaking, communicating with the people that interacted with that post. Now, this is one variation of all the different stuff that you can do. You can do live videos on your personal page or group. You can do um, posts. You can do challenges. You can do giveaways. You can do live Q&As. There's so many different things that you can do to start, A, nurturing and helping the people who, that, who you think you can help or you want to work with. But B, finding ways to do things that you like to do. I mean... I would never coach and tell somebody in Fitness Pro Mentors to do stuff that they absolutely hate doing. We might have a conversation and be like, hey, how are you thinking about that? Why do you think that? Is there anything that we could talk about that might change your mind and have you shift away from disliking this thing or hating this thing? Or why don't we just try to find something that you like doing on social media? There are some people that don't like putting up personal pictures of themselves. Maybe that's okay, but maybe okay going live. Maybe okay doing videos. I don't know what that is for you, but we want to try to figure out what you like to do, how you can help your, help your target demographic online, and get you starting to connect with these people so that you can start earning more income. You don't have to worry about taking care of your bills. You don't have to worry about whether your business is growing. You don't have to worry about being able to feed your baby, your kids, and your family. But also, you get that enjoyment of knowing, hey, I'm actually connecting and helping with somebody. Because a lot of times, I might do maybe 30 minutes of online Facebook stuff, connecting, interacting with our members, and nothing will come out of it. But honestly, I leave that 30 minutes to an hour knowing that I had an impact on someone's day. And for me, that makes all the difference in the world. I think that you're nailing it there. There's like a couple, you said so many great things. So everyone, please, I mean, if you're listening to this, go back and rewind to what Glenn just said. I mean, it's really all around, social media should really be around nurturing and helping and educate people. Now openly, I would highly recommend if you're listening to today's episode, go back and listen to the sales copy episode where we talk about starting conversations and engaging people and trying to connect with people. That sales copy stuff can come across a bit pushy and a bit brash. What we're trying to do is we're trying to make people feel something so they wanna have a conversation and engage with us so we can move forward into what Glenn's talking about, that idea of those nurturing relationships. Because if you can create an honest, no like, and trust-based, nurtured relationship online through Facebook, you can turn it into so much more than just that. It can turn into a client or they could be a referral source for you. Let's be real. There are people who are going to be on Facebook. They're going to join your community. They could benefit from what you do, but they just can't afford to come see you, nor do they want to come travel, or maybe they're not even interested. That's fine. If they know, like, and trust you, they're going to tell more people about you. There's someone who just joined one of our groups 
I'll tell you two stories. So one around Strata and one on FPM. Strata, there's someone who just joined our group that I've known for years, and she is very unlikely to become a client, but she is also a maven for a large group of people. And in fact, she joined the group, said some positive stuff about Glenn and I, and then what'd she do? She invited a handful of her friends to join the group. So that's the idea is that we have this incredible, high quality, very nurturing relationship that's turning into more client opportunities, more engagement and more reach. And each person, if they recommend a few people, boy, things really, really grow organically. You've been actually heading that conversation up, man. How, you, uh, how are you finding that? Is it, uh, which conversation? Because I do, I'm like The lady like that having, starts with a D. D? Oh, it's great. Yeah. She's wonderful. Yeah, She's yeah. wonderful. And you know, it's, you know, it's interesting because when you first start the Facebook group, there's not a lot of people in there. You're like, are people going to join? What are they going to think? There's not too many other people in here. But as you build up and as you get more momentum, more and more people interact, more and more people are commenting, and you really do get that community feel and vibe. It's one of those uncomfortable things, I think, at the beginning. But it's going great, and I love it. And I love, I mean, I just love, you know, it's funny, because we, I'm going to gush for a second. I came here Saturday morning, um, and, I, and I spent nine hours at Strata, having a couple, we had a couple calls and consultations. You were here for one of them. Um, but I spent five hours filming, editing, and posting two guides. One for like hand and wrist exercises, and then one for seated exercises. And I was so proud of the seated exercises guide because the second I posted them and I tagged the people who I thought would like it, I got personal messages back from everyone being like, hey, this is so great. And we're friends, I, fr I friend these people on Facebook, right? Because I want to help them. I posted on my personal page, I said, hey, I just created these guides and I didn't post a link to them or, or put them up. I just said, hey, like, I'm really proud I created these because I get to help people. And I just wanted to share that with people because I was feeling it. That's why I'm sharing with you people right now because it, it really made me feel good. And this one woman, who I was speaking to, we had a phone conversation about like creating some stuff for her. She commented on my personal page saying thank you again for these guys and it filled me up, right? I was so happy. Now, Brendan, I'm gonna kind of double back to something for a moment about sales copy. And I'm sorry this is a little all over the place for a moment, but you said something that's interesting to me, which was sometimes we use copy to make people feel things, right? Because we want to connect with them. And I'd posit this to everybody listening. We are not saying things to make people feel things People already feel these things. They're already there. And for a lot of people, they think about it every hour of the day, sometimes every 10 minutes if it's so bad for them. And we're not creating that, that pain or that ache or that emotional, whatever you want to call it, but we're trying to let them know, like, we understand that you have this and we might have a way to help you out. Would you care to read this or care to watch this? That's really what the copy is trying to say. And so I just want to say, if you're concerned about making people feel a certain way, I'm gonna tell you something, the feelings are already there. They might not be showing it. The feelings are already there. You're just trying to help show people like, listen, we have some stuff that might help you. Would you like to take my hand and I'll show you? I love that. Yeah, that's it. I mean, this is the idea with these different types of leads is cold leads, warm leads and hot leads that are in your channel. I mean, cold leads already have something going on. They need some help with warm leads. know they've got a problem and they need a solution. They're actively looking and then hot leads are hundred percent in, which is coming back to the whole, one of the things I was about to say there on the FPM lead side of things, but yeah, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. Is most people, we're not trying to make people, you're right. We're not trying to make people feel things. Glenn, you're crushing it. People are already feeling those things. It's just how do we make that connection faster? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I wanted to use 
talk about this idea of the long-term benefits of social media, the long-term benefits, right? This idea that Glenn said, post and ghost, or what did you say? Rotisserie chicken? Yeah, said it and forget it. Said it and forget post it, and post ghost. and ghost, right? Those both were, both right? Work. I mean, post and ghost is, I hear Joe Rogan say that all the time. Post, ghost. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't necessarily work. And so uh, yesterday, we had two new people sign up for the mentorship. One was someone that knew Taylor and Glenn from Strata, from previous work relationships. And if he's here, you can shout out. Hey, uh, and was already pretty excited about what we were doing and had some conversations with Glenn and myself and already knew Taylor, kind of knew what we were doing here at Strata and was really, really excited and was a hotter lead and didn't take that long for him to decide he wanted to join the program. I think it was maybe two weeks tops from the initial conversation to when he decided to register and sign up. Another gentleman that's a friend of mine that I've actually known for maybe 10 years. And if you're watching, you can give me a shout out. And he is someone that I would say is he is not maybe I'll jokingly say this to him, but he was a class A lurker in that he's been watching and observing what I've done and what we've done at FPM from day one. In fact, as soon as I started it, I remember him sending me a message saying, Hey, I see what you're doing. Looks really, really cool. Fast forward five months into all of this hard work and he called me and said, hey, the metamorphosis of what you guys are doing, the social media content, how things have evolved, how the qualities evolved, the consistency, I love it. I want to know more. And it kind of blends into what you were saying is that it's this idea that you have to be consistent. You got to really put yourself out there. You have to have your messaging dialed in. And I think that's the most important thing. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I get really excited about that is that maybe we're saying similar things month and month and month, but in reality, that's what people need to know is that when people look at our stuff, they know that myself, Glenn, Taylor, and whoever else is a part of this crazy team are really all about these basic principles of helping you have the career of your dreams. Yeah, and you know, the, one of the reasons I think sometimes it takes some people longer than others is because they may not know you that well yet, right? They don't, they don't know you that well yet. They're a little bit more hesitant. It's, it's one thing if somebody meets you in person at a networking event or you, get, you meet at a party to chat for a little bit because those, those, that time you spend together, like those 10 or 15 minutes, you get a really good feel of somebody who, who um, you get a really good idea of who somebody is within 10 or 15 minutes of talking to them. Maybe not everything, right? You don't know all the little bibs and bobs, but you get a pretty good idea, right? It's kind of like the old saying goes, your, um, your friends will know you better in the first minute they meet you than your acquaintances will know in a lifetime, right? Like that first interaction, the first minutes of interactions go a long, long way. One of the stepping blocks, one of the hurdles, I guess, is a better way of putting it, that a lot of people have when they do the social media thing is that it's not a medium where you can get all that information that you would get in person, right? We've talked about this already, the Moravian stuff, which is primarily most of communication is going to be kinesthetic and body language, right? That's most communication. And then part of it's auditory, and then another part is gonna be just the pure words that you use. If you're always doing text posts and that's all you're doing, you're leveraging 8% of communication. It's gonna take someone a really long time to get to know you. If you are doing uh, just podcasting, kind of like we're doing, right? You get the words, but you also get some tonality, right? Make, they might get to know you a little bit quicker. But you do things like this with live video where we are doing this visual medium, but you're hearing us talk as well as getting the words, you get to know, like, and trust us sooner and quicker. Now I get some of that is still lost online because we're not in person. There's some sort of je ne sais quoi that you get from seeing people in person. And that is one of the reasons why people lurk and it takes a little bit more time online to nurture these leads. These people just don't know you well enough yet. 
But that's why all these small little things make a difference. It's why we encourage all of our students to go live as frequently as they can and do live master classes every week. Today, I started doing a challenge for our Strata Internal Performance Group. I could have just done words in a post, but I chose to go live and do words because I know that I'll be able to communicate and connect with the people in our audience, in our group better, and articulate myself and really get out our message in a more effective way by doing it in that methodology or that way, not to be redundant with the word way. But this is why A, you gotta be consistent over time. B, you gotta use a lot of video in addition to just doing posts. And C, it's why you gotta be consistent over time because people take time to know, like, and trust you. You can never skip, skip the rapport building phase of the consultation, ladies and gentlemen, because if people come in, you say, hey, I have a sit down, tell me about your problems. You'd be like, what is going on here, right? But this is why every good psychologist or physio uh, psychotherapist knows that they sit down the first time they meet you, they just shoot the breeze for 10, 15 minutes. They wanna get to know you, make you feel comfortable. And then they say something like, hey, is it okay with you if we talk about some stuff that's more personal or your goals? And you're like, oh, cool, let's do it. So anyways, I know I said a lot there. I'm going to digress, but do all this stuff, people. It really makes a big difference. Execute the behaviors. You got to do it. You got to do it. So there's one thing that I wanted to touch on that I have had pop up every time we have new students join our program. And it's the idea, this idea, and I would say it's kind of like a three-way between the quantity versus quality versus the messaging. And it's one of the things I love to say, I learned it from a friend of mine and it stands out in the wording in my head, but B plus consistently executed will always beat A plus procrastinated. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that I'm obviously a gigantic nerdy fan of, as you can tell with this production value, is I really am all about quality because one of my favorite and most powerful things I believe is how you do one thing is how you do everything. How you present yourself in one small fashion is a seed that influences all other components. Therefore, with things like this, where we have this nice seamless quality of a high quality camera capturing great quality video, going live, capturing our podcast all concurrently, it helps Glenn and I create amazing social media posts for us to use for the Minds on Muscle show and Glenn's social media and mine and FPM and whatever, whatever else we decide to do to help us grow our audience. But what's more important here, the quality or the quantity or the messaging? And in my opinion, based off of the data I've read from Facebook and Instagram and other platforms, the quantity of posts matter. The messaging matters. The quality doesn't matter as much. And now when I'm saying that, I do understand that idea of I'm saying that how you say one thing is how you, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Quality in the long run does matter. Remember that 20% equals 80%? There are tons of millionaire marketing people. It drives me bonkers. I go on YouTube to watch some Marvel superhero update thing, and there's some marketing guy holding his camera the wrong direction on his iPhone, standing on a mountain, and he's like, if you want to be like me and make a million dollars, right? And he's doing this cheesy, crummy thing, and guess what? That crummy, low-quality video with all of his paid advertisements is turning into more business. So many of our students, Glenn and I were just talking about this before the show, struggle with procrastination and getting out of their identity and role, which is why we talk about the CEO avatar mindset. If you are the CEO version of you, if you're making 250 a year or whatever it is you want to do at the ultimate boss level version of you, would you let the video and language get in the way of you helping more people? In my opinion, you probably wouldn't. And so this idea of quantity 
versus quality versus messaging, you need to do two things. You need to make sure your messaging is dialed in. Confused about your messaging? No problem. Look at who's in front of you right now of your clients who are paying you the most and been with you the longest. What is it they think they're getting from you? And can you create a cohesive, less than 10 word, small soundbite that connects with the emotional needs of that person, right? The thing that they're already feeling like Glenn said. Second, post consistently. Tell you what, post three times a day. Go live once a day, post once a day, and post one story once a day with the same messaging every day, and do a call to action each one of those days. Sounds like a lot? It is, but ultimately, it's only maybe 15 minutes. You take 10 minutes to do a live video. You want to be really gratuitous with your time. It takes a few minutes to post something on your newsfeed. Stories, Glenn posted a story while I was talking off camera. You couldn't even see it. So that took only a couple seconds. And those three things help you do one thing. It helps you to be seen by more people consistently and the quality doesn't matter. Now, if you do have high quality, it does make a great difference because it does only make this future proof, as I like to say, and it makes it better. But get out there. Don't be afraid. B plus consistently applied is a thousand percent better than A plus procrastinated. Yeah, my biggest concern when I when people either listen to the podcast or they tell me they're they're enjoying the stuff, my biggest concern is that they're not going to do anything with the information. Oh yeah, that's that. That I think is like my biggest concern is that they are going to um, listen and they're like, oh, that's great. I'll, I'll make a note to do that later, and then they're never going to get around to it. And yeah, it drives me nuts. The, the, and well, I mean, it, drive, it drives me nuts, but I'm more, I get more frustrated that, I mean, you know, I'm 35, Brandon, and if I'm being honest with everybody, I didn't start getting all this stuff dialed in until a couple of years ago. That is a vast majority of my career. I've been doing this for 11, 12 years now. Vast majority of my career, I think I was just wasting time. And what's happened in, in the past year uh, I raised my rates up by what 20%. I have uh, like I'm busier than I've ever been. Like I'm making more. I'm enjoying myself more. I'm not working crazy late hours anymore. I've got all this stuff dialed in. And just because I started taking actions differently and actually starting to apply myself, and that's it. And I owe a lot of that to Brandon, and I really do love it. And I appreciate it. I really do, because you you helped take me through this, and I know you appreciate that. I know we're having a moment, and I wish on camera, so I'll stop. But the last thing I want is for people watching to look back at their life in 10 years from now, like I did, and be like, what the fudge was I doing this entire time? And let themselves get in their way. So, like, please, you don't have to, you don't have to sign up for FPM if, if you don't think it's a good fit for you. Or you don't, have, you don't have to do anything you don't want to. But, like, take some action for yourself. Do something different. Do, like, one thing today different than you were before. And then do that every day a little bit different. And your business will be in a different place completely a year from now. That's all I did. So, please, I'm going to digress now because I can get ranty. Do something different. Take some action because that's where your business is going to start taking off. Honestly, Glenn said one thing in there besides all of his very, very nice stuff. Is I mean, he's crushing it. But the thing is that he took action. And so let's not make this an FPM call to action, but I will say this. If you want to call to action, all of our free stuff in our Fitness Pro Mentors Facebook group is ridiculous. I was talking to someone yesterday, well, I can't afford what you guys are doing. Like, no problem. Do all the free stuff. There's so much information in there, free stuff that if you follow the ecosystem guide, the Facebook group guide, the target audience guide, the social media guide, listen to these Minds on Muscle podcasts, the stuff that you can get from that alone is stuff that no one else is talking about. And there's a reason why we do it. So don't think of every time we do this, we're talking about our program. The program is really accountability and more customization to make it happen faster. 
But if you're like, well, I'm not interested in that. No problem. Listen to this, implement, make it happen. Go live once a day, post on your stream once a day, do stories once a day, figure out which platform is best for your age demographic, target audience, messaging, sales copy, get it all dialed in. But openly to put a pin in today, social media is not evil. It's an incredible platform that has grown exponentially and is so much easier than in standing in the middle of your town square or going to your local chamber of commerce or whatever you have. It's so easy just to go online, create some cool content from your house and then post it and engage people on commercial breaks while you're watching your favorite television show to really nurture and help people. But it's all around helping people and nurturing as much as you possibly can. I love it. I love it, Brent. Cool. So everyone, Glenn, what's your pick of the week, man? Hmm. I was struggling to think of one this week that was going to be very, um, very tailored towards what we do at the podcast here, like either technical stuff or stuff I'm enjoying in readings. I think I've, I've really exhausted a lot of that stuff. And so I'm going to go a bit of a different direction. I'm going to talk about a fun one today. And that's probably actually one of my favorite TV shows of all time. And that is the TV show Ted Lasso. You familiar with Ted Lasso? I never watched Ted Lasso. Jason Sudeikis is former SNL comedian. Very, very funny guy. And he did this like a, a short series of, I think of like, um, of like funny ads for either TSN or ESPN. It's like four minutes in total where he was just like an American football coach. Very funny, very positive guy. And anyways, Apple TV brought him in and he wrote an entire show based on this character. He goes from training an American football team and he signs up to do a British soccer team. And I love the show because it makes me do a couple things. It really makes me feel because um, the way it's written, you really begin to connect with a lot of the characters. But I think the thing that might make it most relatable to this show is that Ted Lasso has an overwhelming amount of love and positivity and nurturing for the way he goes about coaching his soccer, his football team. He is always about everybody love everybody. He's about togetherness. He doesn't even care if they really win or lose, even though they're a top flight Premier League, you know, the best division in England team. He just wants everybody to be better for being on the team. And so that's kind of how we look at our Facebook groups. That's how we look at doing FPM here, which is just being better for being on the team. So thank you very much everyone for being on FPM team, being in our Facebook group. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep bringing that love and nurturing to your clients and to the world. Your business will grow. Brandon, that's my pick of the week. My pick of the week is our six figure blueprint. Listen, I honestly, I know this is a little cheesy, but I worked really, really hard on creating this big multi-page booklet of our six-figure blueprint of exactly what you need to follow a step-by-step -step system to get your business to the next level. Um, honestly, I'm really happy how it turns out. I love how the graphics look. It's just super clean and visually very, very engaging. But the information in here is super concise and very, very helpful to help you figure out exactly the step-by-step -step roadmap you need, the blueprint to help you reach your six-figure business. So the reason why I'm picking this is because ultimately it's not because I want to just promote this. It's I want to promote you succeeding. And I believe that you can have the future that you want. And I think that if you don't want to spend money on a program right now, but you want to go faster, you should reach out to us and let us send you a copy of this. We've got a PDF form we can send right away. So my pick of the week is your success. Really want to see you guys crush it. I think it might be the best pick of all time. Well, everyone, thank you so much to listening to today's episode. It was a lot of fun for Glenn and I. Um, ultimately, we love doing this, but if you need any more information on what we do or how we can help you succeed, please join the Fitness Pro Mentors Facebook group. Great. Oh, sorry. Yes, everybody. I was just listening to Brandon. Everyone have a great day. Thanks for watching. I can't wait to do this again next week. Bye, everybody.